What up, it's the Blog Mama coming to y'all like I know how, man. Listen, week three was a make or break week. I told y'all, week three is, is a make or break week. Three, three, three strikes and you out. A lot of guys stepped up um, that I said would step up this week or needed to. And I'll be honest with you, as of as of this podcast right now, um, you know, I, well, let's 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 let me let me go into that in a little bit. First thing I want to do, I want to review um, week three. I want to review my starting sets with week three. A lot of guys that stood out um, in week three. I do want to give a major shout out to a guy that a quarterback that I was very, very, very low on um, Daniel Jones. I want to, you know. When I when I when I criticize a guy a lot, I think he doesn't have a lot of talent. Now I'm not saying I, I do I in any way, shape, or form am I saying Daniel Jones is going to be a good NFL quarterback. No, no, I still don't believe that. But the way he performed versus a Bucks team that hasn't that has been very tough against quarterbacks this season and the small sample size, that that boy stepped up. And I wanted to give him a major shout out. But um let's just review. Our week three, uh, my, my week three starting sits, and uh, then we'll get right into we'll get right into uh, week four. But here we go. So let's let's start with uh, quarterbacks. All right, I always start with the quarterback position. Uh, my my starts this week were um, uh, Jameis Winston, Mitch Trubisky, and Kyler Murray. So let me start with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray um, coming into week three was was projected to finish 12th and he finished 17th um i thought he would have a much much better week than he did obviously he didn't even he finished less than where he um was even projected to go so that one is a loss for me um the other guy was mitchell trubisky he was projected to finish um 16th he finished 14th so that's a win for me I thought he would have at least one more touchdown pass to, to, to go with him. He would have definitely moved up if he would have got it. But Mitchell Trubisky, I called it, finished 14th. But guess what? That Even then, that's still a win for me because I knew he would do better than what his projections were. But that's still not a quarterback one tier for the week. Um, unless you're, again, I always say unless you're in a two-quarterback league. The other guy I said start this um, in week three was James Winston. And the reason I said start him, because it was a make or break week for him. It was a make or break week for him. James Winston was um, uh, projected to finish 11th and he finished fifth. So top five, James Winston had a big week versus Giants. So um, that's another win for me. So out of those three, you know, again, James, Mitch and Kyler Murray, I hit on two out of those three for my starts. For my starts. Um, now let's go with uh, the sits for the quarterbacks. I had um, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan finished eighth, um, so he finished in the top ten. That is not a win for me. Um, he was already ranked in the top ten, but I didn't think he would finish inside the top ten. Um, the next guy was Carson Wentz. Um, he finished ninth. He finished right after Matt Ryan. Again, that's somebody I thought would finish outside of the top ten. Um, this week and he finished ninth. He just he just got there. Um, and then the other guy was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, guys, he finished twenty fourth. All right. So again, I, I'm harping on this with with Aaron Rodgers because again, you do not you're trying to win your week. You want to win your week. It's, this is not about the season. Okay. You in fantasy football, it's about winning the week. And Aaron Rodgers, this is what his like the third straight game. 
um, where he's finished outside of the top 15, definitely outside of the top 10. Um, and he's really, he, he's, he's releasable. He's releasable at this point in fantasy football terminology. He finished 24th. That was a win. So I finished one out of three on those. Um, so altogether, on my quarterbacks, starting sits, I was one, two, three. I was three for three, so I hit on 50% of the of my starting sits. Um, running backs, my starts this uh, this week, I had Todd Gurley. I said I um, needed to start Todd Gurley, and he did not do well at all. He, did, he didn't do well at all. Um, just, just couldn't get it going. He couldn't get it going. I, I was expecting a humongous day from Todd. He he was not able to get it going. So that's definitely a loss for me. Um, Devontae Freeman was ranked 19th and he finished 23rd. That's a loss for me. Another guy that, like I said, this is the week. This has to be the week he steps up. He did not step up. Guys, if you have Devontae Freeman on your team, right now is a good time to try to trade him. What I would say is trade him with in a package. Trade him in a package because no one's going to want him up just by himself. No one's going to, he, his value is not high enough, you know, right now. Unless you keep him, you start him, and he plays a good game. But right now, how many people are going to start Devontae Freeman unless they're, they're running back? Um, death chart is, like, really, really la- lacking. Um, the other guy I said start uh, was Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay was projected to finish 24th, and he finished third. Yes, let's rock. You know, I know he was, you know, a timeshare, but I, I'm going to say the same thing that I said um, on last week's show. He's he's averaging double-digit fantasy points, and he's in a timeshare, and he had no touchdowns. So now the guy's got touchdowns. You you got to, you know, that it just made sense, especially with the matchup. I was looking at a guy on NFL Network. Um, geez, I forget his name. His name escapes me right now, but... You know, he said, sit Philip Lindsay. And for, for the life of me, I, I, I didn't understand it, really. You know, the matchup was was crazy. You know, when, when you have a guys, listen, I'm a matchup player when it comes to, to fantasy. That's how I do whatever my matchups are. That's what I, I go for that because I'm just trying to win my week. That's that's how I look. at. I just want to win my week. And what I'm trying to get you guys to do is look, do the same thing Win your week. That's all you have to do. So Philip Lindsay went up against the Packers who had the third worst rushing um, rushing defense versus um, running backs. Like, come on. there was t- To me, that was a no-brainer. Um, but let me go on to my sits. My sits for running back. Oh, I'm sorry. So my start, I was one out of two again on that one as um, far as my starts. Phillip Lindsay was my one. De- Freeman and Gurley both lost. They both did nothing that week. Um my sits for running back didn't do good on, on the running backs this week. Uh, my first one was Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara was the number one rated running back this week. I did not expect that to happen um, at all, you know, but, you know, he, he came out and had the most points this week. The next one um, was Le'Veon Bell. Um, I did really good on him. He didn't finish inside the top 20 at all, um, but that's kind of easy, right? He, he went, he went up against the Patriots. And then the other guy I lost was Christian McCaffrey. Again, notice what I did. I took Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey and sat them because both of their starting quarterbacks are out. And I didn't know their production would remain the same. What it looks like is what the coach, the, the OCs did. They relied on those guys more. So that made the production of the other guys like Michael Thomas, who will later be forementioned, right? Um, 
are going to take a hit. But Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, both Alvin Kamara finished first. Christian McCaffrey finished fourth. You know, so and they were ranked in the top 10. I just didn't think they would do all that good without their starting quarterbacks behind them. All right. And so let's move right on to wide receivers to finish up the week three review. And that is um, the, the first guy I lost. I said Marquise Brown. Now, um, he finished outside of the top of top 50, which was crazy. So I'll be honest with you. I have Marquise Brown about about four and four of my leagues, but I only started him in two. And the reason that was because I saw the weather. I saw the weather and it just wasn't uh, a, a pass friendly kind of game, so to speak. And even though Marquise Brown was targeted 13 times, they're going to get that man his targets. He just wasn't able to find it in, within that range. So that is a loss for me. Um, uh, Mike Evans. I said start Mike Evans. Remember, guys, I'm going to repeat this because I, I, I want to put emphasis on it to show you that if you just try to win your week, it, it, it really will help you during the season. The, I, the reason I said start Mike Evans last week because he was going up against the New York Giants who have the worst pass defense against wide receivers. And he was ranked 13 and he finished as a top wide receiver. Top wide receiver. Guess what I'm doing as of right now? I have Mike Evans on two of my teams. I just got to trade. I'm just trading him right now. Because th- his value is not going to be any higher than what it is. He's never going to have another game like that this year. Three touchdowns, 190 yards. Go ahead. He's not going to do that again. So even if he puts up wide receiver two numbers, right? If I'm able to get, which I'm which I'm going to get, um, Derrick Henry for him. Uh, Derrick Henry and Marcus... Uh, Valdez Scantlin, I'll take that. I'll take that because Mike Evans is not going to be able to put up those kind of numbers again. He probably won't even come close to it. So, like, I, I'm taking my own advice and, I, and I'm selling him while his iron is hot. The next guy I said was Kenny Galladay. And if you listen to the show, I also said Marvin Jones. I said either one of them will have a crazy week. And guess what? Marvin Jones was ranked 38th coming into um, the projections of week three. He finished 11th. So, again, that's another win for me as saying Kenny Galladay or Marvin Jones because going up against the Philadelphia Eagles um, secondary is, is, is open sesame. It, it really is. It's really open sesame. So, um, that's I finished two out of three on those, which was very good. So, Marquise Brown lost, Marvin Jones, and Mike Evans finished um, gave me those two wins. My sits, my sits. I, I, I killed on wide receivers this week. I didn't do all that good on my um, my quarterbacks. I did okay. Running backs didn't do all that good. But my wide receivers, I killed it this week because I said sit Juju Smith-Schuster, who was, uh, I, I want to say, like 11th in projections and finished 21st. That's a win for me. That's a win for me. That's a, that's a high-end wide receiver three. If you're in a 10-team league, it's a low-end wide receiver two. If you're in a 12, 12 team league, I also said sit um, Michael Thomas. He finished 22. Same rules apply. Same rules apply. He was ranked in the top 10 um, and finished outside the top 20. You know what I mean? So those those are sit worthy players. The other person I said was Devontae Adams. And believe this or not, he didn't finish top, not top 20, not top 30, not top 40. The guy finished 50. He was the 50th ranked um, wide receiver this 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 week in week three, which was cr- that's crazy, that's crazy. So I got all three of those wins. I won on all my wide receivers except for Marquise Brown and my starts, and I won all my wide receivers on uh, my sits. Listen, listen, stay tuned, stay tuned. I'm, we're we're gonna get right to it, and we're gonna and we're gonna go right over our um, what I have for you guys when it comes to week four. 
Week four is an interesting week. You should, guys, let me just say this. This is the time you need to be making trades right now, okay? So this is this is when you need to be making trades. So if you got a guy like a Mike Evans, now's the time to get rid of him. Now's the time to get rid of him. If you have a guy um, like, a, like a Kyle Allen, you want to try to trade for him. You know, try to get that guy now. You know what I'm saying? Because his value, if, if he continues to play good, his value is only going to go up. I'll be honest with you. A guy like Baker Mayfield, if you have him on your team, try to get rid of him while the iron is still hot for him in a negative way. Because right now, Baker Mayfield has not been doing good. If I was you guys, if you have him on your team, I would literally try to get rid of him as of right now. And, and pick up a guy. I'm, I'm just saying, guys, a guy like um, a Mitchell Trubisky. Pick up a guy like a... Um, um, a Jameis Winston, you know, who are going to put up similar numbers, if not better numbers than Baker Mayfield. I would also say this one other thing. Try to trade Aaron Rodgers. If you have him, get rid of him. He hasn't been producing. He is really a free agent wire player this year. Get rid of him. Why you still got a chance? Listen, guys, um, we're going to take a commercial break. Right after this, we'll get right into my week four starting sits, and then we'll also discuss who my stud and dud of the week will be. We'll come back right after this. Welcome back, and thank you for listening to the Like Word Sports Fantasy Show. I almost got tongue-tied here. Thank you for listening to the Like Word Sports Fantasy Show. Um, listen, let's get right into week four. We got to we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Listen, here we go. Here we go. So week four has a, has a lot of interesting matchups because this 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 week is going to test and it's, it's a it's a separation week. So, again, week three was was mainly about was was a three strikes and you're out week. Um, prove it or not. This week is separation week. So. This week right here, you can, if you're, you're going to be able to tell if your fantasy team is going to be solid or you're going to have a bad season. It's, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. Um, I also want to talk about my uh, dud, stud and dud of the week for uh, week three. I uh, failed to mention that in the last segment, but my stud of the week was Derrick Henry. I lost that. He did not have a good outing. I thought he would be a top five just play. Last week, and he didn't do that versus the Jaguars. Um, my dud of the week was Josh Allen. Um, I did win that. He finished 15th. He was ranked all the way up in the top 10 or top 5 or something crazy. And I was like, there's no way he's finishing you know, that high. And he was my dud of the week, so that's a win. So I won on my dud, and I didn't win on my stud. Um, with that being said, let's go right into my week 4 starts for quarterback position. My week 4 starts... This week are as follows. So, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, listen, try to go get him. Try to start him. He's, he's, he's been p- playing very well. Listen, Jacoby Brissett has gotten better each and every week he's been playing. Go look at the stats. I'm not making this up. This is something that you can actually go look up. He has been getting better each and every, each and every week. And they play the uh, Raiders. And the Raiders give up the 10th most fantasy points um, to, to, to quarterbacks this year. So it's a home game. I actually expect the uh, Colts to win. And I expect Jacoby Brissett to um, really soon make people forget about Andrew Luck. Because this guy's going to, you know, they're winning games. 
He's playing well. You know, it, it, I, just get J- Jacoby Brissett in this week. This is a good matchup. This is one of those weeks where um, Jacoby could could really become a starter. Remember, I, this is what I said. Week four is a separation week. This is the week you look at where guys where you can start to really look at consistency rankings, their their consistency ratings. All right, Jacoby Brissett, get him in your lineup, and I think I think he'll pay off this week. Um, I mentioned it earlier at the beginning of the show. Um, my next start for this week is Daniel Jones. This is crazy that I'm saying this. Uh, trust me, I'm not a fan of this kid. I don't think he's going to be good. But going off of last week, he performed well versus a defense that has been stout against quarterbacks in fantasy this year. Very stout. And that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've been very stout. And he played immaculate in uh, fantasy terms last week. So Daniel Jones goes against the Redskins. The Redskins give up 32.7 fantasy points to quarterbacks, and they are averaging three touchdowns a game, passing touchdowns a game against them. I don't care who is playing quarterback versus the Redskins this week, but get him in your lineup. If you have Daniel Jones, start him this week. It's almost guaranteed that he's going to get 32 points, it's almost guaranteed that he's going to get three touchdown passes. Get him in your lineup, please. Get him in your lineup. Next one. And it's just crazy that I'm saying this because, you know, I'm such a big Cam Newton fan, but you got to start Kyle Allen this week. You have to. You got to start Kyle Allen this week. If, if not for nothing else, right? If not for nothing else, you have to understand how fantasy football works. When Cam Newton gets healthy, is Kyle Allen going to be playing? No. So if you have him on your roster, this is why I say fantasy football is a week-to-week thing. If you have him on your roster, why? what are you holding him for? He's not like he's a, a all-perennial player where he's going to, you know, like what I'm doing with A.J. Green, I'm holding him. I'm waiting on it. I know some people are waiting for Kareem Hunt. There are some people are waiting for the New York Jets tight end, Chris Herndon. From the University of Miami. Some people are waiting. Those guys are weight worthy. But Kyle Allen is not weight worthy. You got if you got that guy on your roster, start him this week. Start him this week. For, for the simple fact that the, they're playing the Texans and the Texans give up the six most points to quarterbacks um, this year. And they play in shootouts. All right. So I mean, last week wasn't the greatest shootout game for them, but every other game, it's a combined 58, 50 points being scored in a in a Houston, Texas game. So Kyle Allen, what he did last week, man, get him in your lineup. Get him in your lineup. So these are the guys you want to start. Jacoby Brissett, Daniel Jones, and Kyle Allen. Think about that group. Think about that group, and you want them in your lineup. Just trust me on this one. The next one, let's go to my sits for quarterbacks. My sits this week um, are Jared Goff. Jared is is Jared Goff. Jared Goff... um, is going against the Bucks, and listen, I, I just don't think the Bucks are going to have another bad week like they did versus Daniel Jones. I just don't think so. I just it doesn't. I, I can't see it happening. That was more of an anom- anomaly game for the Bucks. Um, and the fact is, the Bucks are, are only giving up twenty two point four and a half points um, to quarterbacks. Now that's a decent outing, you know. That's a decent outing, but you got to think that's including. Daniel Jones, right? So the the first 
every game outside of Daniel Jones, which is only two games, they give up 14 and 11 points respectively. So, you know, I'm not expecting Jared Goff, who hasn't been sensational this year, who hasn't been lighting it up, to light up the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. Sit him, sit him in your lineup this week. The next one is Matt Ryan. Again, I had, that, what's crazy, I had Matt Ryan as a sit last week. I had him as a sit last week, and I just I have him as a sit this week again. He's going up against a top 10 defense. Uh, in the Titans, and I honestly think this is going to be a low-scoring affair. I, I don't, I don't think this is going to be one of those games where I think only one team is going to hit twenty. If that, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I think this game is going to be a, a very low-scoring affair. Um, and Matt Ryan, that 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 doesn't bode well for a quarterback. Sit Matt Ryan this week. Um, the next one is the goat, Tom Brady. I'm saying sit him because he's uh, playing against the Bills. And they give up the six fewest points to quarterbacks this year. Um, and they've only given up, think about this, one passing touchdown per game. They've only given up one passing touchdown per game. And listen, if, if you know, the Bills are undefeated, which is very shocking to me, but that's a subject for another day. If, if, the, um, if the Bills play these guys tough, Tom Brady's probably only going to throw one touchdown pass because Bill Belichick is going to try to win the game. He's not worried about what Tom Brady's stats are or anything like that. He'll Rex Burkhead to have a touchdown, Sonny Michelle have a touchdown, James White will have a touchdown, and maybe some fullback, Devlin, will have a touchdown. So, you know, Tom Brady, this is not a, the, the, the best time to have him in your lineup this week. Again, I, I, I'll stress it, I'll stress it, I'll stress it. You want to win your week, right? You want to win your week. You're trying to win week four. Putting Tom Brady in your lineup is something you're hoping for, but... You know, it's better if he's if he sits your bench. Let's go with uh, running backs here. My running backs this week that I'm starting is Mark Ingram. I honestly think Mark Ingram has a big day versus the Browns. Now, the Browns defense has been pretty decent. You know, they've been pretty average versus the run, run uh, running backs this year in fantasy. But I just look at this game as, one, it's a division game. And I can see this game being close. And I can see Mark Ing- Ingram honestly getting like two rushing touchdowns. I can see that happening. I just feel he's going to have a very big game um, in, in the touchdown department. Now, I've, I've, I've been on record of saying don't rely on touchdown dependent um, wide receivers, um, but you can rely on touchdown dependent running backs. That's a different kind of thing because if the goal-to-goal touches, Mark Ingram's in the game. He's getting that rock. I think he's fifth in the league since 2017 with rushing touchdowns. So get him in your lineup. Start him, start him versus a team that is just okay, and especially in a game that I think is going to be um, pretty pretty tight. I think the game is going to be pretty tight, and I think it's going to come down to the run. So get Mark Ingram in there. Um, the next guy who I'm hoping has a big week, as he should, is Joe Mixon. I have him on like three of my fantasy teams. Um but I expect a big day from him as well, going against the Steelers, who had, who give up the fourth most points to running backs this year. So I'm expect like Joe Mixon hasn't really, you know, had that big of a game yet. He's did okay, so to speak. But I'm expecting like a, you know, Joe Mixon to have be a be a top five play this week. I really am. Um, you know, I can actually see this Steelers Bengals game as crazy as it may sound, being a very high scoring affair. And Joe Mixon have a big part of that um, on, on, I think they play Monday night. And the next one is a Redskins running back. The Redskins play the Giants. And I'm saying Adrian Peterson or Chris Tom, Chris Thompson 
are going to have a big day. It could be both of them, but one of them are going to have a very big day. You know, the Giants, the Giants just don't have it right now. And maybe that changes with Daniel Jones. You know, I'm not going to overreact to one good game versus what many people see a bad team. I'm just giving credit where credit's due because he did good versus a defense that has has been very good versus quarterbacks this year. But nonetheless, the Giants are not a good team. Um, they're, they're, they're just not. And I just think the Redskins are a better team. But I think the way they beat them is is getting Adrian Peterson or Chris Thompson involved and keeping them involved early and often. All right. So as far as my sits go, my sits go, I'm sitting David Johnson. If Dave, if I have David Johnson, I'm sitting him. All right. Um, listen, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, um, the, the, you know, David Johnson, you know, I think he's being used right. It's, it's just, I, I don't want to take a risk. I don't want to take a risk on a player that is, hasn't been producing how, how I, I know he can produce. Right. And they play Seattle, which is a division game. So I'm just not very confident that I, I can rely. I can rely on David Johnson being a top five to 10 play. I just can't rely on that, you know, so that's why he's he's not in my lineup because of that. I cannot rely on that guy to make sure that he, you know, on a team where I think a game that I think they lose, you know, and, and I also think um, game script's going to play out in this one where he's not going to be used as much um, rushing the ball, maybe receiving. But obviously, Kyler Murray throws it to throws the ball over the field. This just doesn't suit well for me with David Johnson this week. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm saying sit him. Uh, the next guy we got here is um, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb hasn't been consistent, and the, his matchup sucks. You know, it, they uh, the Browns play. Um, who do they play? Who do I say they play? Um, the let's see, let me take a look. The Browns play the Ravens. Yeah, so that's not a good matchup. The matchup sucks. You know what I mean? So Nick Chubb, and he hasn't been consistent. He hasn't been consistent. Now, this will be one of those games where he scores a touchdown and maybe get like three receptions and things like that. But it just that's not if he does that, then he, you get you have every right to start him um, the following weeks. But I just wouldn't start him this week, man. I, I really wouldn't. It's just not it doesn't bode well. It doesn't bode well for him in this game. Um, the next one is Leonard Fournette. I would say to him, listen. Leonard Fournette is in a different situation because he has actually a great matchup this week. And I usually am a matchup guy, but I know Denver is going to spy on him. And he's also the only running back in the league that sees the most amount of guys in the box. He's the only one that sees the most on, I think it's like first down or something like that. He sees it every single time. So, you know, Denver, what they still have, they have a good defense. Their run defense isn't all that great, but you can't sit up here and tell me with, you know, Minshew and you know the receivers that they have that they're not going to rely on Leonard Fournette and Denver's obviously knows that so I just don't like the you know I, I love the matchup I just don't think it's going to pan out I, I really don't and if you look at the games Denver's played in I don't think Denver has scored more than 22 to or 24 points a game this year you know so it's going to be a low scoring game what you think would be a good game script for a running back like Leonard Fournette and it, it, it could very well be, I am not starting him. I don't trust him at all this week. 
on to wide receivers. All right, so here's the thing. Start Marquez Valdez-Scantling for the Green Bay Packers as they play Thursday night versus the Philadelphia Eagles. He has a great matchup, and he actually has the is tied for the most targets on the team right with Devontae Adams. Now, I said it last week with Marvin jo- um, Kenny Gallaudet and Marvin Jones Jr. I'm saying it this week. Devontae Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling may have humongous games may have humongous games and it, that's just the way that's just the way it is right now i would start him i actually just traded for him and i'm going to start him tom- tomorrow i'm going to start him on thursday night football i have to i have to start that guy with that kind of a matchup and he's getting that many targets even though aaron Rodgers has not played really really great this year his wide receiver, marquez valdez scanlon that amount of targets that amount of production has to play itself out Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez-Scanlon, start him this week if you got both of them. Um, the next guy is Terry McLaren from the uh, Washington Redskins. The bottom line is this kid has been playing amazing football for them. Even with Case Keenum at the helm and he just got entered and Dwayne Haskins may be coming in. Woo! Dwayne Haskins throwing to ter- Scary Terry and they have a connection already. My goodness. That could be that, that. That's a recipe for an explosive day, especially going against the New York Football Giants, who just stink on defense. He he he's they, they just stink. And get and get this, Terry McLaren is averaging twenty points per game in fantasy, and he gets to go up against the New York Giants, and he may have his college quarterback with him. What else? What else needs to be said? Start him this week. My next start is Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins um, has been balling this year, but they go up against the 11th um, best defense versus wide receivers. But he's averaging 23 points, and I think this game will be closer than most people expect. I think that the Chiefs play the. um, I think the Lions. Let me check that out. I think it's the Lions. Chiefs, Chiefs. Yep, they play the Lions. The Lions are at home. And I actually think this game will be a little bit closer. I do think it'll be a little bit closer. But I think Sammy Watkins, you know, is is a, is a must start this week. I know pro- many people have been starting him weekly. I don't base it off of that. I base it off of guys that are ranked outside the top 10 that need to be starting that I believe will finish in the top 10. So get Sammy Watkins in your lineup this week. All right, so my sits. Here, here's my sits. My sits this week is uh, Mike Evans. Listen, not a good matchup. They're going up against the Rams, and the the Rams give up the third least amount of points to wide receivers. And bottom line is, Mike Evans hasn't been consistent this year. He had, so he had one explosive game that is not going to be replicated again this year. That may not be replicated again for another two years in his career. All right? So sit him in your lineup, worried about it next week. Um, the next one is Michael Thomas. Again, on my sit list, he's going against the Dallas Cowboys, who give the fifth least amount of points to wide receivers. And, they're st- and, and from their game plan or game script of last week with, with Teddy Bridgewater there, they're going to feed Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is, is, is the guy that's going to get those receptions. I think he had nine last week, yo. Nine receptions. That's more. That may have been more targets than Mike Thomas seen. So sit Mike Thomas this week comfortably. Again, you want to win your week. Stop looking at this as building team camaraderie. Win your week. Sit Michael Thomas. The next one is Julio Jones. I'm sitting Julio Jones this week going up against the Tennessee Titans. I ha- you, you have to sit him this week. 
right? The Titans give up the six fewest points. And I think this, like I mentioned earlier, I think this is a low scoring affair game. I that's that's just what I believe. I don't think this is going to be one of those games 33 to 27. No, I don't I don't see that happening. A very low scoring game. Take out Julio Jones and rest him up. Let him get some love next week. Let him get some love next week. Here it is. Guys, my like word sports stud of the week goes to Phillip Rivers. I think Phillip Rivers is going to put on that show. And the real reason I think he's going to put on the show outside of he's going against the Miami, the tragic Miami Dolphins. The fact is he didn't do good last week versus the Texans. That wasn't a good game. That wasn't a good game. So I just think they're going to explode. My dud of the week is going is Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup is a very decent player in a system. Um, I don't think he's their best wide receiver on their team. I have Woods and uh, Cooks over him. So, but, you know, I, I, I just don't think Cooper Cup is going to be able to put up the same same kind of numbers that, you know, he put up last week. And a lot of guys are will be starting him because of that, trying to, trying to keep that momentum going. But, guys, I always say this. It is not about camaraderie. It's not about, you know, trying to keep him in there because he had a good week previously. No, you want to win your week. Dud, my dud of the week is Cooper Cup. Guys, listen, thank you so much, so much for um, tuning in with the Like Word Sports Show. Always leave a comment, guys. Let me know what you think. Always remember the GGT. Give God thanks. One.